Well, and the speed of change is mm. accelerating. And we're in this place, I think, right now of technology where it's going faster and faster, mm-hmm. you know, than it was five years ago. Yeah. And so we've got to find ways to go with it because the more we fight it, the farther and farther behind we're going to get. Well, welcome back, everybody. My name is Liz. My name is Tree. Welcome to another episode of Hey, Don't Do That, uh-huh. where we explore the little things that yep. nobody tells you that have big impacts on your motivation, effectiveness, and success. Yes. Today, we are talking about technology. Ooh. So, Tree, yes. true or false, iPhone mm. invented in 2004, launched in 2004. False. Gosh, you get true false questions right all the time. I might know the year. What year? 2006. No, but you're very close. 2007. Oh, oh okay. I Dang couldn't it. quite remember what year. I knew it was around there and mm-hmm. I thought maybe I could trick you. Yes. And if you had your first iPhone, it sells for a lot of money. Because there was one lady who bought the iPhone and then she upgraded for some reason. She never used her iPhone. So it was like in the original packaging. And then she sold it for like, I don't know the exact amounts, but like $15,000 or something. Okay, well, that's not necessarily why we're talking about technology <laughs> today. But we are talking about technology. Um, I was thinking about this recently in our business. So we've made a digital transformation. Yes. A shift to be uh, more virtual, to leverage more technology. And for a while, we fought it. Uh Uh-huh. And we were kind of like, no, we don't need to use this. This isn't going to work. And we came up with all these reasons. And in our meetings, we would say, no, we don't need to do that. Let's just keep doing this. And finally, just recently, I said, you know what? Maybe we need a new mindset on it. And instead of, of thinking of this technology as this bad thing that's coming to replace what's already working, maybe we need to just embrace it. And I almost had to tell myself, like, don't do that. Like, don't fight technology. How do you go with technology and leverage it instead of fighting it? Whether we want to change with technology or not, it's not waiting for us. No. It's it's not waiting. So Jack Welsh says change before you have to. Because whether we want to or not, it's going to keep moving. And if we don't change, then we're going to be behind. Well, the speed of change is Mm -hmm. accelerating, right? So they say, um, you know, if you think about if you had a ball or a coin and if you dropped it from five feet and let's just say it takes two seconds to go and hit the ground. Mm -hmm. Well, then if you double the height, so instead of from five feet, you dropped it from 10 feet, Mm -hmm. you would think... Oh, double the height, double, yep, takes right? longer. it should take yep. four seconds. Yep, nope. But that's not true. Mm-mm. Because that's it builds... That's not how physics work. Yeah, it builds momentum in the first five feet. So the first five feet would still take two seconds, but then the second piece would go even faster. And we're in this place, I think, right now of technology where it's going faster and faster, mm-hmm. you know, than it was five years ago. Yeah. And so we've got to find ways... To go with it, because the more we fight it, the farther and farther behind we're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so when we were talking about this topic, mm-hmm. I, we've 
heard a lot of like new technology that's being incorporated into our daily lives, not just at work, right? When we think about like Chat GPT. Yep. And at first, I was like, oh, okay, what what is this AI thing? And then you you made the point of like, hey, like try it out and see how it could be useful to you know your your work in training or whatever you do. And then I tried it, and like I've been finding quotes on there. Like I I would just type in like, give me some quotes on change, give me some oh. quotes, you know, on trust, and it would spit out in five seconds versus me having to Google and find those quotes myself, you know, and so like. Coming into the perspective of like, how can I leverage this instead of resisting it could be a way for us to embrace the change and maybe find the benefits out of it. I think people fight technology because it's new, yes. one, and new is usually scary. Uh-huh. And we feel like you, you hear it all the time. And we've been reading a lot about the, the AI and the chat GPT and Google just released BARD. People are worried it's going to take their jobs. And there are, there's several different articles out there talking about how companies are thinking that these AI bots, these chatbots, really are going to be able to replace some of the work that's some being of the done. Work. Right. But if you think back through history, mm-hmm. people said the same thing with cars. Yes. Boy, if we have cars. Well, then what are all the people with the horses and buggies going to do? Mm-hmm. And then if we get computers and email, it's going to totally disrupt and we're going to lose our... And it's always... It's never taken people's jobs. It's just evolved to mm-hmm. help people do different kinds of work. Yeah. And so we might have to do different kinds yes. of work. Mm-hmm. But if we look at all the pros and all of the good things that are going to come out of it, yeah. instead of being fearful mm. of what could happen... Because of technology. Because of technology. And like, just the fact that you say it's something new, it's scary. It's just like, we we talk to people all the time about just like this simple exercise, right? You clasp your hand like this and you just merely just switch a finger. Like switch which thumb is on top. Yeah. And that's already uncomfortable. So talking about changing the way we do things that's going to affect your life every day, that is hard. That is hard. And yes, technology is going to take away jobs, some jobs, right? When you look at the cashiers, now it's, you know, automated self-checkouts. And it'll create more opportunity. Right. Right. Certain jobs are gone, then there are new jobs that we have not even imagined before. Like, because you need people to maintain this, the machines. We need people to fix it. We need engineers. So this is going to be, certain jobs going to be taken away and new jobs going to be created mm. to maintain the technology. I think one of my favorite questions mm-hmm. is, what am I going to be able to do more of because of technology? Or what am I going to be able to do less of? Because of this technology, instead of just immediately going to why this technology is not as good as what we're currently doing, right? We hear all the time. Well, that's the way we've always done it. Uh Why it's not going to work. Say, gosh, what am I going to be able to do more of? Like, what do I get to do that I love? Mm -hmm. Or what do I get to do less of? What's that stuff that I have to do, but I don't love the technology might be able to take away from me and looking at it from that lens. What do I get to do either more of or less of? 
is an exciting way to look at technology. Yeah, yeah. See how it can benefit our lives. I I saw I I follow on Facebook where this teacher in Vietnam she was posting a question from her students and they were asking her like how do we compete with AI mm-hmm. right how do we compete with technology she said um, you don't compete with it AI you just continue to be human and do the things that AI can't do because like Ugh. the personal touch the human connections AIs can never replace that. Right, and we've seen that during COVID, where people crave those interaction with other people. Yeah. So there is a book, one of my favorite books, by a guy named Jeff Calvin. It's called "Humans Are Underrated," oh, and in it ooh, he talks. Title. I yeah. know. So yeah. he talks a lot about technology, and um, his premise is that at some point. Technology will literally be able to do everything a human can do. Even some of that empathy, emotional intelligence, some of those relational type things. Mm -hmm. And he says the question shouldn't be about what technology can do. Because at some point, it's going to be able to do everything. Mm -hmm. The question we should ask is what are we going to demand a human do? Right. And at the end of the day, if I go to the doctor and I'm really, really sick, Uh I don't want a computer to say, I'm sorry, Liz, you are diagnosed with X, Y, Z. Like I want a person to be there to show me that care. When I show up to my first day at work or when I'm getting a performance appraisal, I don't want chat GPT, (laughs) right? Or some AI chatbot. Like, yeah. Like on a screen telling me like, I want that human connection. And Mm -hmm. so I think as much as we want to go with technology and leverage technology, it's to your point, it's so that we can do more of those human things that we won't let technology do because we will demand a person. Right, right, right. So that, from that perspective, continues to encourage me to, to ask the questions, how can I leverage technology so I can do more of the things that matter to me? Uh, that more of things that build connections and relationships with people in my life. And because of technology, I can do that more efficiently, saves me time so I don't have to do certain things I don't enjoy. Yeah. That I can let technology help me do. Yeah. One of Dale Carnegie's principles that he wrote in How to Stop Worrying and Start Living mm-hmm. is to cooperate with the inevitable. Very true. Very true. Where technology creates value, technology will always win. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Where technology creates value, technology yes. will always win. Yeah, like hands down, it will always win. Yes, and so from a leadership perspective, or from an employee perspective, you know, we can dig our heels in, but we're going to be drug kicking and screaming until finally somebody just like cuts the rope and says, "That's fine. We'll we'll get somebody else." Mm-hmm. Like as leaders, the sooner we can embrace. Or at least look for the good. Look for the good. In technology and try to find those ways to leverage it. Mm-hmm. The faster we're going to be able to leverage it for our teams, the more yes. efficient we're going to be, the more creative we're going to be. Yeah. Instead yeah. of fighting it. Instead of fighting it. Um, that reminds me of, I don't know if you know this quote. Maya Angelou also says, if you can change something, change it. 
if you can't change something, change your attitude.、Mm. And kind of with like cooperate with the inevitable. Yeah. And technology at the end of the day is a tool. Right, just like social media, just like a phone or knives, it's a tool. So it's up to us how we're gonna use it. Are we gonna resist it? Or are we gonna incorporate it into our lives? And throughout history, technology has really continues to levels the playing field for a lot of people. Right, and it allows people like I. I have families in Vietnam,、mm. and with technology, because before you just talk to them on the phone. Yeah. With technology, you can FaceTime. For hours and talk to each other face to face instead of just hearing the voice. So there's gonna be bad,、uh, bad sides of technology. There's gonna be pros and cons. And when we continue to leverage the the good and minimize the bad, then we can incorporate technology into our life, and make it more, make it more effective for us. Yeah, I think the best leaders. The best teams, the best companies, are going to be the ones who adapt technology,、mm-hmm. and then make it work for them, versus the ones who fight it and just try to say, "Nope, we're doing things the way we've done them forever." Yeah. The companies that are going to be really successful are the tech companies, or the companies that are leveraging the technology tools in order to grow.、Mm-hmm. So, so that that just gave me a thought. You know, we said every business is a people business,、mm-hmm. and now with technology, I feel like every business is gonna be a technology business because it's every is in every part of your operations, how you interact with clients, how you deliver services. So it's gonna be here. Yeah, it's probably is already here. I mean, think of all the things that we. Leverage technology for even just in our business. I mean, there's not a single business that doesn't use their email all the time, or they're using, you know, the cloud to、mm-hmm. share folders.、Mm-hmm. They're using social media to get their messaging out. Yes. Think of it in your in your house, your Alexas, your Google Homes, your smart TV. I mean,、mm-hmm. technology has really infiltrated our whole lives, and the、yes. the sooner. And the more that we can leverage it,、mm-hmm. the more that we go with it versus fight it,、mm-hmm. the more successful we're going to be, and the less stressed we're going to be、mm-hmm. in terms of actually using it、yeah. appropriately. Yes. So I had to use technology to come up with trivia questions. I was going to say I don't know if technology can help me. <laughs> <laughs> With answering the trivia,、um, but I had to. I googled. I had to Google some questions. You didn't use ChatGPT for your questions. I did not. I just <laughs> did good old Google today. Okay.、Um, but you have five questions. Uh huh. And you're gonna have thirty seconds. Okay. To answer those five questions, do you want to make a guess of how many you think you'll get right today? Three. Okay. I think that's. I think that's doable for you, Tree. Okay. Um, all right. This first question's long, so I won't even start the timer until after I read it. Fair. All right. The exact origin of this is unknown, but this piece of technology and calculating tool used beans or stones moved in grooves of sand to perform calculations. What is it? Is it? Oh,、uh, I don't know. Okay. 
what is the name of Google's AI chatbot in response to ChatGPT? Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. I read it and then I forgot it. Ugh, what What is it. the name of the Microsoft search engine? Bing. Because Good. it's not Google. Uh, technology has been used to clone sheep. What was the name of the first clone sheep? Really? Yes. <laughs> okay, last one. What early computer game did pioneers did pioneers often die of dysentery? <laughs> Tetris. No. no. <laughs> Tree, I love asking you trivia questions. This is hard. Um, the first question is like. I was like convoluted with just the words. Yeah, so this was like a very old piece of technology. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called an abacus. An abacus. Yeah, an abacus. So you like move things from side to side, but it's all rooted in base 10 math, but it's like a way to do math that they used to use. Today they would use a calculator. Yeah. But back in the old days, the new technology was called an abacus. Abacus. Um, the name of Google's AI chatbot, I even said it earlier on this episode. And you missed it. It's called uh, Bard. Bar? Yes, you did. Bard. Yes, you did. Bar. They released it in uh, March. Yes, you did. Um, Google or the Microsoft search engine. You got it. Bing. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, technology has been used to clone sheep. Clone sheep. Yes, and the name what? of the first clone sheep is Dolly. It's like a very famous sheep. Dolly the sheep. She was the first clone sheep. Wait, I, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, how did it clone? An animal. I can't tell you how they did it, Tree. I'm not privy to that information, but they cloned a sheep. Okay, 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 okay. And then on the last question, in what early computer game did pioneers often die of dysentery? It's called the Oregon Trail. And this game has uh, been inducted into the World Video Game Hall of Fame. If you are a millennial like me... You remember playing the Oregon Trail. The Oregon Trail. When you were in grade school and it was huh. computer lab day uh, and you got to play the Oregon Trail. Was it was the favorite? most exciting day. Do you want to know another um, technology trivia? Yes. There is this, I was looking into 3D printing. Okay. And there's this restaurant in, the, in, in London. Okay. That 3D prints your food and your furniture and the utensils that you use. It 3D prints your food. Like, 3D prints but you can't your... Eat it. Yes, you can. There's a whole... They did a whole documentary on it. No. Yes. They, like, they have this machine that would, like, 3D print and cook your food while it's printing with laser. Okay, that sounds crazy. And it's, like, 3D print your whole burger or your whole chicken. I don't know how, how it's going to taste. I've never yeah, tasted it. Right? But isn't that, isn't that, that is the future of food? It's like you 3D print. I hope food. not. <laughs> That's one technology piece I don't know if I want to go with. Yeah. Oh, are you resisting change? That are you I resisting might resist. Technology? That I might resist. <laughs> Give me like an apple from, the, from a tree. Oh, my or carrots from the ground. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay, so with all the technology talk that uh -huh. we've had today, the one thing we don't want you to forget mm -hmm. is to... Go with technology. Don't resist it. Find ways to leverage it so that you can be more effective and do more of the things you love and less of the things you don't. Yes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.